Hello and welcome to United Way of Central Ohio's podcast, 360. We're, uh, I'm your host, Kermit Woodfield, and we're here today with Shane Doughton, who leads our diversity and inclusion work. We're going to chat with Shane about the history of diversity and inclusion at United Way. It's a long history, and we're going to uh, get his thoughts on uh, the importance to United Way of diversity and inclusion, the importance to our community of that, and why we've been involved in this for so long. Welcome, Shane. Uh, thank you, Kermit. Good morning. Good to have you here today. Uh, now, you know more about this than anybody else. You've been working in this field for a very long time here. I'm not going to put a number of years on it for you, uh, but you've been leading this work for a long time. And I wonder, just uh, so our listeners get some general idea of the work of diversity and inclusion and its importance to United Way, can you give us just a brief history uh, of that and, and um, your thoughts on that? Sure, Kermit. Well, uh, in terms of diversity and inclusion, United Way of Central Ohio's work has been pretty strong. And in terms of the history of it, uh, the work has always generally been uh, focused externally and internally. And when we talk about the work being externally focused, that's really about the people. The people that have an opportunity to sort of see, touch, hear, and feel United Way's uh, work when it comes to diversity and inclusion. It's also about the community and making sure that United Way of Central Ohio uh, is engaged in the community and we have an opportunity to provide people the chance to kind of see the spirit of United Way's uh, work um, when it comes to diversity and inclusion. We have strong partnerships out there. Uh, We have partners with a lot of diverse groups Uh, We have strong collaborations when it comes to diversity and inclusion. And so it's really about the relationships and the trust that this organization has developed over the years. And so historically, those relationships and uh, the trust that we have developed uh, go a long way to help the organization do the work that it does, particularly when it comes to uh, our mission, which is to fight poverty. And we've developed that over many years. Right. So give us a a brief history. I know that we've been in this space for a lot longer than a lot of folks have. uh, And that's one of the reasons why we have this, these trusting relationships we've been able to develop with partners, because partners can see the experience that we've had there. Talk a little bit about, uh, kind of take us back a few years to to when we really got involved deeply in this work. So United Way's uh, diversity work has a strategic focus and um, its its value influences every aspect of our work to uh, fight poverty. Um, And there are a lot of different uh, programs and initiatives that that we have that that people are familiar with. Uh, So one is our cultural competence standards. Uh, We also have board leadership development programs that have been Uh, long-serving in the community, and that's Pride Leadership and Project Diversity. Uh, We also have memberships in uh, other groups and other collaborations out there that include the Central Ohio Diversity Consortium. It also uh, includes our work with other partners out there uh, to um, do an LGBT census. Uh, We also have done in the past a racial disparities report. Uh, And we've been an active partner when it comes to the juvenile justice system in creating a disproportionate minority contact initiative. So those are some of the historical uh, programs and projects that we have been involved in. And actually, we have spearheaded many of those. Uh, So we have been sort of the lead goose, if you will, on many occasions. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about um, Project Diversity and Pride Leadership. Project Diversity has been around for many, many years now. Uh, Pride Leadership uh, has been around for several years as well. But tell listeners, because I think a lot of listeners may not be familiar with those programs, what they are and uh, who goes through them. So Project Diversity and Pride Leadership are nonprofit board leadership development programs. And Project Diversity has been around since 1986. Pride Leadership has been around since 2007. And each of those programs are designed to give the minority community, mainly people of color and people in the LGBT community, an opportunity to serve on nonprofit boards. Because we know that the data uh, out there says that there are very few spaces that have been provided at the nonprofit leadership table, particularly on the board, for minorities and people in the LGBT community. So we want to make sure that those those boards are diverse and we want to make sure that those two communities have an opportunity for an active voice when uh, they serve on those boards. That's a pretty remarkable history when you think about it. I mean, you must be talking about hundreds of people that have come through this program. Sure. Project Diversity has about 500 graduates that wow. have gone through the program since 1986 and Pride Leadership has close to 150 graduates that have gone to the program and combined uh, we're pretty confident in saying that there's about a 75% placement rate for the graduates that uh, go through those programs. Uh, so there are a lot of graduates that have come <coughs> through the program that are now serving effectively on this community's uh, nonprofit board. And that's, and that's getting us to, so, so United Way's idea here, like we, the way we run this organization is that we understand that uh, having uh, diverse voices at the table is important for moving our work forward and for moving the community's work forward. So really the, the idea behind this is that we're getting those voices at all of these tables around our community. And if you think about the fact that that many people have gone through these programs, even if they're not serving currently, they already have that training, right? So they now have the foundation that they need to be able to serve uh, in the future, which is pretty remarkable. I think that's a, something that a lot of people don't know about United Way, that we've done this training and that we've helped to seed this hundreds of people throughout our community. There. Yeah, Carmen, if, if you think about the, diverse, the definition of uh, diversity, and the best definition that I have heard comes from Dr. Edwin Nichols, which is basically the full utilization of all human potential. Mm -hmm. That is who we are here at United Way of Central Ohio. So from our board of directors, to our staff, to our volunteers, to our many partners and collaborations, diversity and inclusion is essential and a fundamental resource for us at reducing poverty. We actively seek the input and engage a broad range of partners to help develop and craft solutions to community issues. And so we are active in the nonprofit space in helping many of our uh, partners who are nonprofit organizations find solutions by making sure that uh, they have a board, they have a board that is diverse. You talk about helping partners, so that's one way that we're doing that, right? We're, we're helping them to have um, trained uh, individuals from diverse backgrounds who can serve on their boards. Uh, another thing that we're doing, you, you mentioned this phrase earlier, and I wonder, wonder if you can expand on it for us, is cultural competency. You know, tell us a little bit more about what cultural competency is and what United Way's role is in, in making it uh, more broadly adopted. 
There are very few organizations and very, very few individuals that are in the cultural competency space. So uh, in a nutshell, cultural competency is about the integration of knowledge uh, about individuals and people um, and making sure that you can take that information and transform it into standards and policies and attitudes to increase the quality of services to produce better outcomes for individuals and uh, organizations. So why do we do that? Uh, why is United Way so active in the cultural competency space? And the reason I say that is because we're the only United Way in the country to have a set of cultural competency standards. And we're also the only United Way in the country to actually make those standards come alive by actively utilizing those standards, not just for our own organization, but also for our uh, funded partners as well. The reason why we do that is because we want to make sure that our organizations and our own organization can serve a diverse community uh, effectively. And there are certain outcomes that go along with that. So there are organizational outcomes that we expect, there are staff outcomes, there are volunteer outcomes, uh, and there are programmatic outcomes. So when you think about that, let's, let's boil this down and, and give a, a real life example. Give me a real life example of uh, an organization that is culturally competent and how they might treat a client with a diverse background and the like. So it starts at the front door. When someone walks into an organization, they should be treated based on their own expectations. And so if someone walks in expecting to be treated and served effectively and treated based on uh, their own cultural background, um, organizations, people within organizations should develop an understanding and an appreciation for what people are bringing to the table. And they also should have the hunger and the thirst for knowledge to be able to learn more about those individuals so that they can feel good that they have served the individual effectively based on that individual's expectations. And it really, it really makes the service that much more effective, right? I mean, if you think about what the bottom line is for you know, our reason to be involved in this and our reason to be a leader in this field is that across the board, as our population gets more and more diverse, it just makes service more effective to people, which means, in fact, that our donors' funds are being invested more effectively and efficiently, and people are being served with respect. Right. Is that, is that, would that be a fair way to say it? That is a fair way to say it. And right now, in 50 U.S. cities, minorities are now quickly becoming the majority. And if you think about our community right here in central Ohio, everyone knows that we have the second largest uh, Somali population in the United States, second only to uh, Minneapolis. Franklin County is welcoming more immigrants than any other county in Ohio. And in fact, Franklin County's population growth is driven by the inflow of diverse populations. We also know that women are now the majority of the workforce. And we know that at one point in time, uh, 41 million people had some level of a disability. Columbus also has a large and growing and active LGBT community. Um, in fact, seven of Ohio's 10 neighborhoods with the greatest concentration of same-sex couples are right here in Columbus. Mm. So this change that we're talking about in demographics has implications for our local economy, 
our local workforce and so social service organizations. And as we move forward, we have to understand how to include everyone in the equation to develop solutions to complex issues. Even more important, we have to know how organizations are going to respond to the changing mm -hmm. demographics and changing environment that all of these, these uh, diverse populations are bringing. Right. So, therefore, that is the reason why United Way felt the need to develop cultural competency standards and execute those standards. And we're going to be, uh, our uh, community is going to be adding about a million folks here over the next 20 years or so. This, so this is going to be very important indeed, right? As we get, as our population gets more and more diverse. Yes, it will be adding a lot of people. And when it comes to diversity, you know, there really is no textbook way to respond and to get the right answers. And so a lot of times what many organizations are going to have to do is just make sure that their staff, their volunteers uh, have the right training that they need in order to serve effectively that growing population that you mentioned. Well, that's the end of part one of our discussion with Shane Downton about the diversity and inclusion at United Way of Central Ohio. Uh, hope you'll tune in for part two. And the easy way to do that is to subscribe to 360 at uh, SoundCloud or at iTunes. And uh, while you're there, give us a like. That helps other people find us. Uh, for 360, I'm Kermit Whitfield, your host, and we will see you for part two of our interview with Shane. Thank you.